Hi, I'm Sean Healy, and you're listening to Tools. Hi everyone, Sean Healy, Personal Development Advisor and NLP Trainer here, and welcome to episode 134 of Sean Healy Tools, a podcast intended to offer tips, tools, strategies and insights for helping us have the best quality relationship and life that we can. So welcome to today's episode. Episode 134 is entitled Keeping the Standards Up in Relationship. Um, given that uh, what's the what's the idea these days? One in every two relationships is likely not to go the distance, and you'd probably argue that many of the relationships that do go the distance, we'd question whether or not they were actually worth it. So I think this becomes a very important um, idea, potentially a very helpful tool when we're looking in the modern era to have not only long-term relationships, but long-term relationships that are worth having. Um, it's just so easy. It's so easy to get distracted these days. It's so easy to leave these days. It's so easy to get tempted these days. Um, there's there's a lot. There's there's a there's a you know modern modern relationships are, are, are challenged in a very fundamental way. So anything that we can use to help us stay on track and 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 have the kind of wondrous connection with somebody that we deserve I think is worth kind of considering and so this is why I wanted to talk about this idea of kind of um, the standards that we set in relationships the expectations of behavior that we set are we continuing over time to still deliver on those standards um, when we start a relationship you know, there's that perfect phase, that first three to four months, our, we're in the, the, the kind of wondrous neurochemistry of love, of the dopamine and the oxytocin and all this kind of wonderful love chemistry that's happening. We can't, you know, our fixations on the other person, we can't do enough for them with no expectation of anything back except, oh, how wonderful it is to see the joy on their face. Um, and nothing, nothing is too much to do. Um, anything you want, you got it. Um, and and I'm I'm so focused on this phase of kind of drawing in this other person and cementing this idea of togetherness and starting a stage of life together and being in relationship and isn't it wonderful? All the great stuff. Um, then inevitably. As time goes by, um, I'm not quite so interested. I'm not quite so intrigued. My the rest of my life starts to intrude again. Um, all these distractions begin to appear. Work is, you know, um, calling me. Facebook needs me. Um, all my other social media apps, um, friends, family, um, a multitude of things start to re-encroach into the love bubble, um, not to mention the fact that I've done all this stuff to get you and now it's time for me to kind of 
take the foot off the gas, so to speak. Take the take the foot off the accelerator. Sit back and now that I've done all this to bring you in, now what about you know you do do some what what are you going to do for me now? You know, um, and we you know this is where this I think the idea of fairy tales is that that we grew up with as children is is it's one of the things that doesn't help too much you know there's always the idea of 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 the kind of the um the 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 main characters of the story if there's a story around love all the obstacles that get in the way for them being together you know they 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 draw on this amazing resource within themselves they overcome the obstacles and the two people find their way into loving togetherness and, you know, what's the old saying in fairy tales, and they lived happily ever after, um, inferring that even if I find someone who really is very compatible and really fits me, that that I won't have to do any more work anymore. I won't be confronted with moments where you don't mirror back to me the things that I want to have mirrored. Um Moments where I don't find, where I find certain aspects of you are irritating. They don't suit me. They don't fit me. Certain parts of me are irritating to you. Um, we, we come out of the, the the love haze and certainly the initial burst of it and, and we start to see the, the reality of, of what we have with someone. Um, intimacy becomes more ch- challenging. Passion doesn't automatically happen. Um, and so depending on how we've entered the relationship and the kinds of expectations we've set up, you know, maybe we had two date nights a week, um, I brought you flowers all the time or little presents, um, we, we can, once we have this idea that or this illusion that we're now stable, um, um, while stability and the idea that that I'm with somebody and they're with me, there are great advantages to that. But the downside of that can be that we start to get too relaxed in that stability, and that that can really be a dangerous pathway to go down. You know, we used to sit up all night and just look in each other's eyes and talk all the time, and you know, we we were we were hungry to find out so much about each other, and and now, you know, when was the last time we talked? and show genuine interest in each other because the last seven conversations we've had are you complaining about your work, me complaining about mine, stressing about bills, stressing about the kids. Um, and, and we've gradually over time, our, our standards have gone out the window. The, the, those things that, those fundamental things that kept us together, kept us strong, bit by bit, they've, they've just kind of wandered off and disappeared. Um, you know, we, we're not, we're not just, having those moments of bonding where we're, we're just, we're kind of holding each other um, without any kind of agenda, but just just to show care and tenderness. We're not having those intimate conversations anymore. We're not giving each other enough time and, and showing general, genuine interest in each other because we're so rushed. Um, whatever else seems to be, seems to be going on. So, there's sometimes a degree of resistance around the idea that if we put too much structure into a relationship, then that kills the spontaneity, that kills the romance, and if we were really meant to be together, we wouldn't need to do that anyway. The reality, 
that's not that's not actually the case. A little bit of structure actually adds to romance, actually adds to freedom, and adds to the long st long term stability of a relationship. So, if we consider the idea of a business, businesses regularly have meetings and they have series of agreed upon standards, um, so that if over a period of time we're not hitting those those important points, those important markers, then okay. Um, Let's, let's meet about those. And we have regular meetings so that we don't get too far off track. If, um, the, you know, it's better to micro-correct and micro-adjust and put out little spot fires rather than wait too long and find that where we thought we were and the reality of where we are, we're miles apart and now we've got a massive challenge in front of us or it's gone too far down a road and we, 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 can't, we can't turn it around. We've, we've gone too far. Um, Maybe we've 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 just got so used to not spending any more time together. We've got so used to living separate lives under the same roof. We've become deeply resentful, and these things open the door for for a third party to suddenly look more appealing to us. Um, or we've 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 overcompensated because our relationship lacked emotional intimacy and substance. Now you know we've set up that dynamic. We're having an emotional affair. Um, even if it's even if it's not one that's physical, but it but it can be equally damaging to the relationship. So that I think as early as possible, um, maybe having some touch points in the relationship, some agreed upon uh, parameters or uh, benchmarks, standards that let us know, um, and and we check in with regularly as to whether we're we're still on point. So, for example, we might have a relationship meeting once a month or once every two months. Again, it, it doesn't, you know, it's entirely up to a couple as to work out what what's the best fit for them. Um, but I think, you know, we've talked about an episode and particularly an idea from relation relationship expert Dr. Pat Allen around having some negotiations around how we're going to spend our time, how we're going to spend our money, you know, what constitutes um, play as a couple um, and, you know, we're negotiating things like our own time together, our time with our immediate family, our time with our extended family, our time with our friends. Um, but this way, we're not just kind of winging it and hoping for the best that things work out. Because like I said, if we're dropping little things out over time that happen so subtly and sort of do so by creep, well, um, we don't want anything to get too far. Modern relationships are challenging enough with, without building in obstacles that, that are bigger to confront than they ever needed to be because we let them go too long. Um, so that's where we've got to be prepared to have small, regular, small meetings of accountability, regular small check-ins, you know, get to, the, get to the challenging conversations while they're still small rather than leaving them go, um, trying to ignore them for as long as you can while you build up resentment and rage and then it all blows out in one um, uh, impulsive moment and then you've got the challenging conversation to talk about or the problem to talk about, but then also the problem of the delivery of the problem <laughs> so that there's two layers there. I really got wounded you know, one by your criticism, but two by how you deliver that criticism. Uh, and, and almost the thing that I can't get past is actually the nature of the delivery and how you attack me so viciously, but out of the blue. Um, and now I don't even want to look at the thing you brought up. Um, 
So this way, if we're getting in front of these things, we're creating space or standards meetings or relationship targets meetings just to come together, get back on the same page and see if we agree with month to month, how is our relationship tracking? What we made an agreement for was that we would manage one date night um, a week. Uh, one week I get to choose the date, the week after you, we take turn and turn about. Um, what we, you know, so did we hit our targets? Did we have four dates over the month? Um, on those dates, how did we go? Did we spend most of the time focusing on quality bonding between the two of us or did we end up complaining about work, complaining about friends, talking about kids, talking about the dog, talking about extended family, and we talked about everything um, except us. And, you know, so so we're also, we can have a little inventory around, you know, what, what types of things, have, what, what kind of conversational habits have we got into, and are these conversational habits something that are adding over time to our relationship and building us, or are they taking, detracting uh, from our relationship um, so that whatever kind of touch points you agree upon like I said you know um, some of the main criteria is around how much time we're going to spend together um, you know how we prior prioritize our self time versus our couple time um, what are our long-term plans um, how are, how are we going progressing towards those um, how are we spending our money what's our structure for our money um, are we still doing enough um, for each other in terms of uninvited acts of kindness? Out of the blue, I just want to show you how much you mean to me. So um, I'm, 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 you know, how I used to do that is I used to leave your little notes around the house, just, uh, you know, a note that talked about a quality about you that I really enjoyed. So I'm, you know, how long since I did that? You know, do I, you know, or I've got a, a nice little, present that symbolic shows up that maybe represents a time that we spent together that that was meaningful to me um and, or as i say we're 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 finding these ways to really let our partner continue to let our partner know how grateful we are that for for the relationship that we're in and how much it still continues to mean to us over time um because if if the, the moments between those moments of gratitude get too far away, I, I would be, I, I would caution you, um, given that there's probably a whole lot of other people out there waiting to kind of go, hey, if you don't want to appreciate your partner and validate them significantly, um, I'll, I'll take over. Um, so this is where, again, the other thing here is, is you know, we're, we're, we're making sure that we're still taking time to pay attention to our partner. We're not getting so comfortable that we're just taking our partner for granted. Um, we're, we're, we really recognize and we're understanding things like, um, how am I going with my partner's emotional bids? And I think I've long time ago did an episode on emotional bids. Emotional bids are those moments where we reach out to for connection from another human being. So we're making sure because one of the things that really can send a relationship over time down the wrong path and make it very difficult to recover is if we stop recognizing our 
partner's moments of reaching out in, in however way they are. If they're looking to engage us in conversation, if they're looking to get validation or acknowledgement from us and we start to, to miss those or we're too busy or too distracted or, you know, our heads in our phone um, and miss enough of those and over time what our partner infers from that is, well, what's the point in reaching out anymore? I, 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 don't, I don't get what I want anyway. So, you know, am I still, am I still recognizing when my partner is, is reaching out for, 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 for some form of connection from me? Um, and, and if, if in the moment we can't do it when they're reaching out, even an acknowledgement is, is a powerful positive step towards that. It's kind of going, oh, um, I would love to talk to you about that right now. Unfortunately, I've got this, but what about at, six o'clock tonight. Would it be okay if we came back? Because I, I really would like to give that the proper time and, and and hear all about that. So sometimes if we can't get to an emotional request um, in the moment, we can schedule it. But again, it's very important to make sure that we, that we come back to it. So in summary, if you're looking back at the start of the relationship, if you've been there for some time and you're looking at the things that you used to do that you used to do very willingly, um, you're excited to do, um, and how much of that am I still doing? Um, could I start to bring some of that back to re-spark both our sense of bondedness, our gratitude, our lovingness, re-spark the excitement for one another? Um, or do I need to start thinking of new ways to keep the standards up in the relationship, to to let you know that I, you know, you still, I still really feel so grateful for the opportunity to be in relationship with you, and I, I want to make sure that I'm still doing those little actions, you know, to you know, to make sure that you know that, um, and I'm still finding that time to really take interest in you um, as a person. I don't find you stale and boring and repetitive, and I feel like, I, you know. Um, the, 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 the wondrous complexity of your being is, is all a bit meh and, and known to me now. Um, so we still need that capacity to surprise and delight, find ways to surprise and delight our partner can be a really powerful jet towards keeping it, you know, our relationship strong and going and, and a willingness to keep turning towards each other rather than over time, you know, we, we, we're drifting away and we couldn't quite figure out, you know, how did we get here? Um, so that's why I think it's, it's not a bad idea that, that you've got some agreed upon parameters, you know, some agreed upon baselines of expectations. Like I said, if we're talking about using an example of that being date night, um, that we're making sure, okay, we're, you know, date, date night once a week, or if we can't do that, it's not feasible, then it's once a fortnight. And we can always have, depending on life circumstances and life demands, we, we can move these forward and back. Um, next two weeks are going to be really demanding for both of us. Uh, so customarily, we would have one date night a week. That's not practical, but we're going to make sure that we we go out for, for a month or so while we've got extra commitments. We're going to at least have one date a fortnight, but we might spend five minutes doing some micro dating. Um, cause I'm, you know, how do we, how do we find five minutes to be present with each other? Um, and there is some talk around people who, um, are choosing to have lunch dates with their partners because they're in the, you know, they're still, you're not exhausted from the day, um, in, in that moment. So, 
Um, there are always ways, you know, if, if, we, if we find that our life is so demanding and so busy that we can't find time, quality time for one another and, and, and find that consistently and keep that standard up, then um, we, we, we've, we've probably got some deeper things to be looking at as to, how, you know, what's that about, that we've structured our life in such a way that, that we're predominantly existing through avoidance. Um, we're, we're staying together through distance. Um, if that works, that works. But I would probably think that that, for most people, that would, given how easy it is to move on these days, that would actually be a high risk and highly vulnerable situation um, to, to let run for too long. So there you go. Um, there's uh, this particular episode. Um, hope you found it of some use. Um, I certainly enjoy, um, you know, delivering these rambles. Um, and uh, if you've, uh, I guess, as always, if you've been following along with, with the program from the beginning or, or for quite some time, my profoundest gratitude and thank you so much. If you've just joined um, or recently joined um, the, uh, the the series, um, welcome. Thank you. Um, if you found the episode um, valuable, uh, please, and, and you want to continue to support the support the show, please go to iTunes, download, subscribe, and leave a five-star review as it makes it easier for others to find this material. And I'm really passionate about getting as much information about having better quality lives out there as, as, as is possible. Um, and then also, uh, if, if you've got any um, ideas for episodes, you're welcome to reach out and contact me at the website, emergencetraining.com.au. If I think I know a little bit, I can contribute something, then I'll, then I'll, then I'll, um, I'll have a go at an episode. Um, but uh, uh, I just want to say, as always, to people wherever you are on the planet, I really Really appreciate you listening. Um, hope you've enjoyed uh, this episode and, and got some things to think about. And I wish you all the best. And until we're together on another episode, bye for now.